Hello, and welcome to another episode of the For the Good podcast. Yeah, yeah. What up, <laughs> podcast for the good fam? Yeah, we have grown. Yeah. And we love you guys so much and just appreciate all of your support that we've had. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I uh, so I wanted to say something, honey, real quick. Yeah. When we started this podcast, we were wrestling with like, do we want to monetize it? Do we not want to monetize it? Do you just want to do it for, you know, like, do we not want to basically make money from it? We always Something, wanted to do it. Yeah, we, it was just exactly. Like, do we want to take it a step further and monetize exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what we were wrestling with was we don't want the money to get in the way of our mission for this podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Like we don't want to continue to make episodes. If we're doing it specifically for the money. Right. Right. So it's something that Michelle and I sat on for a while. So if you guys have seen in the description, we have a Venmo link and people have asked or emailed us for our PayPal and y'all are some generous souls. Very, very generous. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Whether it's $1 or over $1,000. Yeah. Yeah. We're not like (laughs) another disclaimer, like. I have a full-time nine-to-five job yeah. during the week and Asher coaches yeah. to get income. Like this is not yeah. like in Asher and I have already talked about many ways. Like we're not keeping every penny that we get. Um, we're giving it to people or we're finding ways to get back to you guys, which um, it'll be up. Yeah. You can tell them about it. Yeah. So we're, we're going to give away five books of the awe of God um, mm-hmm. because we've recently read it and It's just impacted us so much, and we know that it's going to help you guys. So uh, we're going to do a little giveaway on our Instagram. So there's a picture up. In the description, it tells you how to enter. So we're just going to ship you guys, five of you, a book. But yeah, we're... We're not we're not doing this for a living. We're doing this yeah. to grow the kingdom and to help you guys and to just create a safe space that people can watch our videos and feel filled up. Yeah, and just relate to. Yeah, Shoot. I mean, <laughs> there's we talked about this right before we filmed, but there's just a huge overconsumption of other people's lives with like vlogs and day in the lives and you just feel like you're missing out and so what we want to do is just create content that you can watch whether you're about to go to bed or when you're eating or whatever you're doing and mm-hmm. just have us on in the background and just listen to us talk yeah. that's that's what we want to do so mm-hmm. we just love you guys and appreciate you so much and we've we've already gotten yeah we haven't even like said like you know donate or whatever like we just put in the description and you know, we've prayed about it and we're like, I mean, if people want to donate, they can donate, but it's not like our lives depend on it, right? right? Exactly. And the the money that we've gotten also that we've received from our ministry, it's so much different compared to money you receive from like your nine to five or my business. Mm-hmm. Because my business, like there are some things that I buy because I want. Right. However, when we get donations from the ministry, it's like all right, how, how to, where do you want us to disperse this money to right. God? Yeah. And it's not that I'm not, I don't do that in my own business, yeah. but it's just a different type of receiving money when someone gives it to you as a gift. Yeah. Well, and, and we don't feel like we're working for it. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Like this isn't work yeah. for us. Asher and I love sitting yeah. down to film these and just 
especially today's episode, is just going to be us talking. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. to go on that point, I mean, even sponsors, Michelle and I have looked at sponsors yeah. that want to sponsor us. And it's like, we don't see anything that would benefit people exactly we're 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 always going to be very careful with like that Mm -hmm. and just like what we've gotten offers to join a event through Mm -hmm. a ministry yeah we didn't feel comfortable doing it so we didn't do it like Mm -hmm. we're using discernment it's not like yeah we have an opportunity let's take it no yeah we'll we'll just say this we've turned down 98 percent of the offers we get offered yeah yeah (laughs) And we could have said yes to all 98% of them. Yeah. And we probably would have made money from it. But uh, yeah, it's it's something that Michelle and I have a lot of discernment on yeah. when it yeah. comes to knowing what we want to you know put out there and stuff. But yeah. yeah, thank you guys so much. Yeah. Y'all are sick. Yeah, you guys are amazing. <laughs> so definitely go enter that giveaway so we can gift a oh, book yeah. to you guys. That's right. Yeah. So the giveaway is on Michelle and I's I know y'all probably follow the Instagram before the good Instagram, but this giveaway is specifically only going to be on Michelle and I's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Um, those are all the announcements. Yeah. What have we been up to, honey? Wedding mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. We're getting really, really close. Uh, yeah. when, we're, when we're filming this, we have 68 days left. Yeah. So... Yeah, we're getting really close. We just have we're about to send out our official invitations and it's go time. Yeah. So I put something on my story the other day and it was just a question thing. People were asking questions and I had probably 10 people say, how do you know if this person is the right one? And I uh, talked to Michelle a little bit later that day and I was like hey honey have we done an episode on this yet and we like look through our episodes and like seeing if we've talked about it before we've maybe touched base on it but we've never actually focused an episode on it and it's probably the biggest question we get or the second biggest question we get mm-hmm. another big question we get is is any intimacy okay before marriage like yeah. what's the line yeah we've made a video on that yeah um well, but it was in our Q&A yeah, yeah. But the second biggest question is definitely, how did you know she was the right one? Mm-hmm. Or how did you know he was the right one? Or how do you know it's a godly <coughs> relationship? Uh, yeah, we wanted to cover um, how Michelle and I knew we were the right person, essentially. And also, when we were outside, honey, I was kind of thinking about how we're going to frame this podcast. You know what would be really helpful, I think, mm. is if we kind of backtracked into old relationships we've been in. Mm-hmm. And basically understood why God didn't want that to happen. Yeah. I think that would help a lot of people. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we don't have to say names or right. go into like direct detail. Right. But I think it would be really helpful if we gave people context with other relations we've been in. Yeah. Because, again, Michelle and I don't care. Like, I don't care she's had boyfriends. Michelle doesn't care that I've had girlfriends. Mm-hmm we've messed up that's mm-hmm. the whole point about being born again mm-hmm. is you're a new person mm-hmm. so we all have a past and we both accept each other's past and on that point it's very good to learn from each other's past mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that you've told me about your past that I don't do now because I know that would trigger you yeah <laughs> in the same way you don't do some things that would trigger me mm-hmm. so another thing I want to say before we get into this is y'all don't have to agree with us 
You do not. So if you hear this and you're like, yeah, I disagree with all this. Cool. Okay. We're not yeah. going to, we're not going to debate you on it. Yeah. Like you can put your opinion down in the comments below, but if you're expecting us to make like a response video to your comment, mm -hmm. we're not going to do that. This is what Michelle and I believe in. And yeah, you, you don't have to agree. Mm -hmm. There's no problem with disagreeing with us. If you don't agree with us, that's perfectly fine. I disagree with a lot of people and I still love them. Where do you want to take this thing, honey? I don't know. Where do you want to start? You want to go back? <sighs> hmm. Where do I want to start? Take the take the time machine back. You know what I think would be a really good time machine back? Okay. Is both of our first relationships because I dated someone for five and a half years mm -hmm. and you dated for someone for six, five. right? Five. Okay. Well, actually, I think I think mine was about five. Wait, um, what's? Yeah, 2012 yeah. to 2017. Yeah, mine was five. Mine was 14 years old to 19 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we can dissect that relationship <laughs> and kind of... How much time do we have? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, because I think it would be good for people to have context on like why it didn't work mm -hmm. and um, why it wasn't the right one. Mm-hmm. And how we probably should have known all along yeah. why it wasn't the right one. Yeah. But insecurities come out and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So you want to start, honey? Yeah. Okay. Um, Just kind of take it wherever you want to take it. Oh, oh, oh. Well, we should say this. We usually have stuff prepared for you guys. Michelle and I have nothing prepared. Yeah, no. <laughs> because we were like... Uh, going into this episode, I was like, I believe that the Spirit's just going to tell us what to say mm -hmm. to these people. I don't think we need to prepare for this one. Yeah. Um, we'll probably pull out some stuff in the Bible, but for most of the part, I really think that people watching this just need our vulnerability of past relationships and our vulnerability for this relationship. Mm -hmm. I think that's what people need. Yeah. Go ahead, honey. Yeah. Spit it. Spit it. So in my uh, first like serious long relationship, it was very unhealthy from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those things. I was in youth group. I was involved in church. I was not a Christian, but I thought I was. And the relationship started with him matching my beliefs. So it was like, I remember our very first messages. He was having a way with words. Like, I pray for you and like, I want to go to church with you. I think God uh, is or like putting us together. And it was just like a lot of that talk early on, you know, me being 15 and a half years old, I was like, Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. I feel so special. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think I was 15. So I started dating him early on. A lot of talk behind my back about me being just super involved in church. And I was a quote unquote freezer because I oh, wouldn't. Yeah. I told I you about you, that. I remember you told me that term and I'm like, what? Yeah. That is so weird that people used to say that. Yeah. I've just never heard that term before. I don't think we say that in the South. Yeah. What do we, I think is the, is the proper term prune? No. I've never heard that before. Like someone who like doesn't do anything. I think we say prune Maybe. in the South. Yeah. So if you don't know what a freezer is, it basically means that like you won't do anything sexual. Yeah. Like Wait, all you, but you kissed him, right? That was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would not let him touch me. Yeah, and so I got teased, like behind my back, mm -hmm. and then found out about it, and mm -hmm. that relationship should have ended 
right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately it didn't. And I was just very insecure and I was like, I'm never going to find anyone better than this exactly. kind of thing. Right. Being so young and I didn't have like a huge friend group and I didn't have a lot of guys interested in me. So I was just like, this is it. This is all I got. Mm-hmm. So as the re- relationship progressed, um, I got a lot of, I just felt a lot of pressure um, to just give him everything. And unfortunately that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And after that I felt stuck. Mm-hmm. So that's where it got really, really bad. Right. And yeah. it was like, well, you know what the Bible says. So now we're basically married in God's eyes and I'm stuck in this relationship. Yeah. And I battled a lot yeah. because I felt like I should get out, but I kept staying in because yeah, like I was just in a position where I was like, well, he's got everything. We've already formulated this relationship together. It's going to take more work for me to get out of it and start mm-hmm. over with someone new. Yeah, because the problem was is you knew what the Bible said, yeah. but you didn't have the Holy Spirit to give you the discernment exactly. on whether or not you should get out or not. Exactly. Like that If I'm being problem. completely honest with you, I didn't really feel guilty about what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I just knew that I should have been out of that relationship, but I felt like I couldn't leave. Right. Like yeah. I felt stuck. Mm-hmm. So that happened for four and a half years after that or no four years after oh, that, that was only year one yeah well no it happened after a year oh, oh okay. so the rest of the four years oh, okay. was me like fighting gotcha. like we broke up multiple times yeah, yeah, and yeah. got back together yeah and it was really unhealthy I lost myself mm-hmm. I didn't even know who I was anymore I was super insecure about literally everything so I held on for way too long and then after that Uh, I took like two years just to like chill. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to give like a spark note version of my relationships. Is that what you want me to do? What do you want me to do? No, that's fine. Yeah. I'm only going to talk about my first one. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I I learned the most from my first one. The other ones that I had, they weren't like over two months. Oh, yeah. I learned a lot (laughs) in all of mine. Yeah. So. Um, So obviously I knew from that first relationship that that was not someone God wanted me to be with because number one, he was leading me into sin. He was leading me into a lot of illegal things that I should not have been doing. And he was chasing the world. He was living in the world and I was having like a flesh spirit. Not that I had the Holy spirit, but like I could feel God pulling me all of those years. And I was just like, blinders on like only towards him and it was like nope this this is this is where I'm at I would go to church when we were together I I went by myself yeah I was trying to like lean into God because I could feel him pulling me but I was just fighting it so much so he was leading me into sin he was living in the world he was not nice to me um Mm -hmm. there was no nice talk whatsoever it was very selfish love it was I'm with you to get for myself and not to give you anything. And that's not what God calls love to be. So a lot of, lot of red flags in that relationship. I took two years after that to just focus on myself, live a little bit. I know people are always like, well, you shouldn't be in a relationship when you're young. Like you should just go out and live. If I'm being completely honest, I wish I would have met Asher years ago and we both would have met Jesus before that. And we both would have gotten married young because I did not enjoy those years of me having fun. Like, yeah, I didn't like everyone was like, go out and socialize, go on dates, like live your life. I joined a sorority. I was like, 
You know what happened when I did that? Heartbreak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's heartbreak like, and a lot of hangovers. I don't disagree with focusing time for yourself, but like devote yourself to the Lord in that mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And like don't chase what the world's telling you to chase. Yeah. Right. So I took some time and then I met the guy that I dated in college and he was a Catholic and he was kind of in the same boat I was where it was like, I identify with this religion because my family does, but, and I, and I go with them, but I don't really like, there's no fruit in my life whatsoever. Okay. So obviously before I gave my life to Jesus, I was just like, you go to church and you come from a really good family. Great. Let's be together. And that relationship started the same way. And if, if you're a girl listening to this, you know exactly what I'm talking about because I know I'm not the only one that has experienced it. It was, oh my goodness, I see a future with you. This is crazy. Like talking all futuristic stuff and a lot of like empty promises just to be in a relationship with me. Like this man asked me out and told me that he loved me on the same night. Here we go. It was like head first after a couple weeks went on and we got intimate. No longer cared. Yeah. No more effort. It was one sided. And that's when it, it got really unhealthy. So he was openly talking to other people, not like in a relationship way, but like Asher and I have talked about this. I don't think it's a good idea for a male to have girls as friends and for a girl to have males as friends. We've mm. talked about this. That's not something we're going to have in our relationship. We'll have couple friends. Like we have couples that we just went bowling with last night. They were awesome. They're amazing. However, I would never hang out with Jillian and Maddie alone. Exactly. That's weird. Exactly. <laughs> so that was something that like I was not okay with and it got thrown in my face. And that was just a red flag for me that I yeah. just didn't appreciate because it was like, you don't value our relationship. I'm just there. Mm-hmm. I'm just existing. It got... To the point where there were things said like that we didn't agree on that was biblical. Um, abortion was one of them. He was all for it because he wasn't ready for anything. And that is not something I would ever do. Yeah. So when we started bumping heads on all of that important stuff after we had already been intimate, it was really, really difficult for me to just be like, backing away and being like, okay, I'm just going to leave you alone. Right. There was a lot of other things involved where I was like, okay, I'm not okay with this. Like something needs to happen. But like, it was so much harder to get out of it when I had already been intimate with him. Yeah, dude. And that's, that's why God calls us to be intimate only in marriage, Mm -hmm. because this is the problem that people have. Mm hmm. They're intimate with their girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, before they get married. Mm -hmm. Then they have blinders Mm -hmm. on all of the red flags that come up. And it takes them months or even years to get out of their relationship. You're dating with drunk goggles on. Exactly. However, if you were to wait until you're married, then the blinders that you put on when you're intimate in marriage is a good thing. Yeah, Because every time they do mess up, you're like, I love this person. Yeah, so there there was definitely a pattern in my relationships because it was like, I feel like I'm stuck with this person 
but there's a lot of things that I don't agree with and that we don't agree on that I feel like I have to stay because I've been intimate with them. Mm-hmm. So there's a pattern and I feel like a lot of times that happens in relationships and that's why people are always like, how do you know if it's from God? Because I don't feel secure in this relationship. And it's like, sit down and analyze the relationship, right? Yeah. Like go through a checklist, which we can get into later. Yeah. But after that relationship, I got out of that and I immediately got into a new one and he was actually, um, the one that like brought me back into church and he had gone through a lot in his life where he like literally almost died and he had faith in God because he knew that God was the one that saved him. But that relationship was very, very eye opening. And I don't think that I would be where I'm at right now unless it happened. So I do think that God will use those bad relationships to get you where he wants you. Mm-hmm. 1000%. I will always advocate for that. And if I ever have someone talking about like their past and they're like, I wish this wouldn't happen and all this stuff. And it's like, but if you see the way that God used that situation, I don't think that you would have that mentality. Yeah. So with that one, it was like, okay, I'm a Christian. I'm going to church, but I'm in college and I'm going to go out drinking with, all my friends and I'm going to still lead you into sin because I want to be with you. So that one got really unhealthy too, because I was like, wait, I'm going to church. God is literally drawing me near. And I'm now to the point, like if you were to look at it, like overhead, like God's over here and like in this relationship, in high school, I was like back here. Okay. I was like trying to pursue it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he was like dragging me back. Yeah. The one in college was like a little bit above that. And I was like trying to find God. Like I was going to Catholic church at that point and like just getting curious Yeah. again. And then he was pulling me away from him. Yeah. Right. Wait, you went to mass? Yeah, I did a couple of times. No way. Yeah, I told you that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Dude. Different experience. Yeah. Not for me. Sorry. Yeah. Just, That's okay. Um, but not for me either. And then, <laughs> and then the one after that, it was like, I'm like so close. Yeah. Like I am so close to like fully giving my life to Jesus. And it's crazy. Cause I remember having conversations with him and his family. And I was like, I've said the sinner's prayer so many times. Like, you know, I can't, I can't pinpoint a day that I gave my life to Jesus. And like, God's up there like, yeah, because you haven't yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's was just, his family saying the same thing too? No, that's just what I was saying. Oh. Because like, I was like, yeah, I grew up in church and like, I'm going with you guys. And like, you know, I was just like openly talking about it all the time. And it's, I like vividly remember having conversations where I was like, yeah, I don't, I remember I left a church service and I was like, I don't remember because the pastor was like, I remember the day that I gave my life to Jesus. And I was like, I don't remember the day I gave my life to Jesus. Like, I don't remember that shift and God's up there like, yeah, cause you did it. Yeah. So, um, I was so close. So what was happening was I was getting closer to God and things were getting refined in me. Mm-hmm. The closer I got to him yeah, and like fully giving my life to him. And I was starting to get confused with why the relationship was the way that it was. Wow. 
because yeah. and i yeah i've told you all this uh-huh. but it was like it was almost like i was correcting him on things that were in the bible and he was snapping back at me about them and i was like wait a second like it's biblical yeah like you're a christian and you're 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 saying you're christian you're telling me that you believe in all of these things but when i try to correct you about something i.e getting drunk you're getting mad at me Mm -hmm. and it was like wait a second like what is going on here Mm -hmm. so when i right before i gave my life to jesus i was like this relationship's not healthy he's Mm -hmm. leading me into sin he's not respecting what i have to say every time i would say like hey i'm upset about this or i'm not okay with this it was well i'm a piece of crap And you just make me feel so bad. And it was like gaslighting, like flipping it on me. And I was like, I'm telling you things that I'm upset with you doing that are against the Bible. Yeah. Like this shouldn't be an argument. Yeah. And I shouldn't have to correct you. Yeah. So it was just a lot of back and forth. And then I was like, this doesn't feel right. That's when I prayed to God. And I was like, have him break up with me because I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Mm -hmm. He did. Gave my life to Jesus that night. And I was like, sayonara. Yeah. (laughs) And that's when I actually felt a change. And that's when my eyes opened so much to dating. Yeah. So I just want to like preface that whole thing that Mm -hmm. I was going on about, about all my relationships. Like I was not a fully devoted follower of Christ when I was dating all of those people. Yeah. Okay. Context is very important. It is. Yeah. Because I was blinded by what they were doing because we were intimate. Number one, number two, I was learning about the Bible and obviously, you know, things that you're supposed to be doing and you're not supposed to be doing. We're all made in the image of God. We all know what's right and wrong. It's just whether or not you're going to follow flesh or spirit. Yeah. And I was like going along with whatever they were saying basically until the last relationship. And then I was like, no, 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 this doesn't sound right. Mm -hmm. This doesn't feel right. This isn't, okay, this is what, this isn't what God wanted. Mm-hmm. So it was the leading me into sin and the not respecting me and the loving me selfishly to get something in return or to make them feel better about themselves or whatever it was. I don't know what their motives were. Mm-hmm. I may never know. And I don't care to know. So if you're in a relationship where you're like, I don't think that this is how it's supposed to be. And you're not yet a follower of Christ, but he's trying to draw you near I, the only advice I would say is you're not going to fully give your life to him until you have no distractions mm-hmm. and a relationship and an unhealthy relationship will be one of them. Yeah. It's so funny. Two things. So the whole point of like, if you think this isn't how it's supposed to be, it's not how it's supposed to be. Exactly. If you're thinking that. If you're questioning. If you're like, is this how relationships are supposed to yeah. be? Like in a bad way? Like Michelle and I, it's like, wait, this is how healthy relationships are supposed to be. Yeah. It's a different type of, is this how it's supposed to be? Yeah. But if you're in a like unhealthy relationship and you're like, wait, is this how relationships are supposed to be? Mm-hmm. No, they're not. No. And majority of the time you think that's how they're supposed to be because you're surrounded by people that are also in un- unhealthy relationships. Mm-hmm. It may be your parents. Yeah. My parents didn't have a healthy relationship. Yeah. Thank God nothing got really ugly and you know, they spit back on us as kids or Mm -hmm. they got aggressive like there was no yelling or shouting but they didn't have a healthy marriage i think i i can probably count on both my hands how many times i saw my parents kiss Mm. and i probably never saw them hold hands Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, a lot of times that you think your relationship is how it's supposed to be because you're around other unhealthy relationships. Mm -hmm. You're like, well, this is just how it all is. Like, Mm -hmm. no, it's not. Trust me, it's not. But also you said something, honey, uh, where you said, and also we shouldn't be correcting them. Mm -hmm. Like We shouldn't have to, yeah. (laughs) I think that is so important Mm -hmm. because another huge question I get, we get Mm -hmm. in our ministry is, I know he's the right one, but I have to be correcting him. Sorry, sweetheart. Or I have to make him do... Yeah, I yeah, have to make him do things that right, are biblical. Right. It's I know he's the right one, mm-hmm. but I I have to, I force him to come to church mm-hmm. with me. You know I can't please him in mm-hmm. bed, honey. I think you got it all wrong. Yeah, and that may be really hard. Yeah, you know someone telling that to you, but I'm telling you this because God has someone planned for you where you don't have to correct. Yes. You have to just sit yes. back and just love them for who they are. Yes. And they're going to lead you in the right direction. I will say this. There's been times where I have done something. We talked about this like a week ago when we were shopping on the way back from shopping. And Asher was like, uh, do you think that there's anything that like either of us need to change? And it sparked into a conversation of talking about how I usually get worked up when something doesn't go my way. Like, Oh yeah. And uh, I forget what, what happened that day, but it was like, Oh, I dropped rice. Yeah. You you dropped rice and you threw a fit. (laughs) Oh yeah. I was upset because I dropped rice Yeah, and it like shifted my mood. Yeah. And then later on Asher was like, I think, I think that's something that like, we could work on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. you're right. Right. So there's, there's times where like, it's going to be like out of a healthy way. Yeah. Like, Hey, maybe we shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's uncomfortable, it's supposed to be. Yeah. Right. I didn't want to hear that. Yeah. But in my mind, the spirit was like, he's 1000% right. That's something that we need to work on. Yeah. And then we had a really good conversation about like, okay, yeah, that's something that we can't do in front of our kids. Like we have to, yeah. we have to do that, bef- like fix it before we have children. Cause yeah. I don't want our son or our daughter to see me drop rice and, yeah. you know, because, blow up. Yeah. And-, and there's stuff that Michelle wants me to fix before we have kids. Yeah. Like leaving my shoes at the door. Or, um, what was the other one you told me? I already forgot, but I've been practicing it. What is? Oh, putting the seat down. No, it wasn't that. What was it, honey? Keeping the shoes at the door, and there was one other thing. I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember now. I don't remember either. We're both imperfect. Anywho, it doesn't matter. It's She'll not tell like- me some things I need to work on. I need to tell her some things she needs to work on in a very healthy and loving way. And we do this because we're really not only trying to keep the relationship healthy Mm -hmm. because we know that it would damage it Mm -hmm. in the future if it continues to happen but also we want to have children and your children follow what the parents do exactly if i take off my shoes at the door every single time i come in the house Mm -hmm. chances are junior when he gets home from his friend's house playing on the farm yeah he's gonna take his shoes off at the door as well yeah because i know he's gonna be muddy yeah you know yeah and in the same way if I, I'm in I'm in the bathroom and I use the toilet and I put the seat down after I flush so it doesn't splash everywhere. Chances are when he goes in the toilet, 
or when he goes to the toilet, he sees that mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm going to do the same. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have the seat lifted up twice for Macy to fall through it and get baptized, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And for, for anyone listening, who's like, who are these people you're talking about? We already have our children's names picked out. We so. have a lot. We have a lot. We have a long list. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So, you know, that's, those are, that's just some examples of what Michelle yeah. and I do to help us navigate our but relationship. It's, it's, I don't have to force Asher to pray with me every night. I yeah. don't have to force him to lead this relationship. We talked about a podcast that we both heard the other day and she was like, I want to be able to close my eyes and have this man lead me mm-hmm. and know where we're going and know that I'm going to be safe. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how I feel about Asher. And yeah. I've never felt that way about another yeah. man. I would ever. love to touch on that topic, honey, mm-hmm. about submission. Nowhere in the Bible does it encourage you to be with someone that is going to lead you into sin. Exactly. Yeah. I know people are going to throw out First Corinthians, uh, I think it's nine, and they're like, well, in this, it says it's okay to date a non-believer. Of course, it's okay to do a lot of things, mm-hmm. but I guarantee you Paul doesn't encourage it. Actually, I know he doesn't encourage it mm-hmm. because he talks about being equally yoked, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Why? W- Let me say it like this. If Jesus is the truth and the only truth, mm-hmm. why would God call you to be with a Muslim if you're a Christian? If, if he knows that they're following demons, yeah. evil spirits. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Exactly. I don't know why people try and justify it. And well, it's the justification is Ju- the I justification- want to convert them. Yeah, exactly. Where in the Bible does it say to convert people? Where does it say to bring, we're supposed to share the gospel. Yeah. It is up to that person whether or not they want to give their life to yeah. Jesus. And also I want to say one more thing, and this is definitely going to step on some toes. Um, I also think that the justification comes with insecurity. Mm-hmm. So no, I can be with this person, but the reason why I can be with this person is because I don't think I can do better. Guilty. I did Guilty. that. <laughs> I did that. Yeah. And on that point, I don't believe that Jesus is ever going to encourage you to stay in a relationship where they are not following him. Exactly. Yeah. I don't believe that. Yeah. You can argue with me, debate me, whatever. Yeah. But I don't believe in that. Yeah, I don't either. So I'm going to, I'm going to go into just my biggest relationship I had because I have, I've had a lot of like relationships that are like a month to two months long, Mm -hmm. but I'm just going to cover my one that's like five years long and then Mm -hmm. we're going to dive into the juicy stuff. Yeah. All right. So my, my actually, this was my second relationship now thinking about it. Mine technically was too, but I don't yeah. really count my first one. Yeah. My first one was for like two months. And I think in that two months, it was when I was 13. Mm-hmm. In that two months, I think I saw her twice. And she lived right down the street. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Well, you were just so young. Yeah. Like I, I would, honey, I remember texting her. Yeah. And it was like... <laughs> Like I had to go do homework or something like that. And I was like, all right, I got to go. Like I wouldn't just like leave my phone there and just not text her. I was like, okay, I got to go. Yeah. I'll text you later. And yeah. then I would text her in like four hours or yeah. something. So funny. Um, the way that we used to text is hilarious. Yeah. BRB. Yeah. BRB. And the be right back was like six hours later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I asked her on a little track phone too. Here we go. With my minutes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I had. Wow. Um, I had that and an iPod. 
Um, anywho, so that relationship doesn't count. So the first relationship I had, we met at a Methodist church as well. Um, we dated for about five years. And this relationship, again, like Michelle's, should have ended very quickly. Yeah. So I started dating her at 14. And then also we both lost our virginity at 14. Mm-hmm. So it was like right off the rip. Mm-hmm. Like we were already like one literally one yeah like at 14 years old yeah and i'm not gonna sit here and like bash her and say oh it's her fault it's her fault i was a complete screw up Mm -hmm. like i i messed up so bad Mm -hmm. i can't even begin to tell you guys how like just selfish i was in that relationship Mm -hmm. and just wanting certain things and like not you know just being a man that god's called me to be Um, but anywho, so we lost our virginity at 14. Uh, it was very weird. Mm -hmm. So we didn't do anything intimate for like another, like six to eight months. Mm -hmm. Um, and what was terrible is that's what the relationship was built on Mm -hmm. right off the rip. Mm -hmm. Like it was very like, oh, this is so new and fun for like the first like three to four months Mm -hmm. and then we got intimate and then it was like oh this is really weird but we're stuck Mm -hmm. so fast forward a year I was about I was about 16 years old and she was going behind my back and going to parties with this one guy taking pictures with him stuff like that Mm -hmm. and it was so funny I remember my mom uh she was like hey do you have a Facebook and I was like no and she was like, I think you should see what's being posted on Facebook. And she showed me a picture of my girlfriend and the guy she's been hanging out with. She posted photos. Wow. On Facebook. Knowing that you didn't have one. <laughs> yeah, knowing that I didn't have one. And on that point, she lied to me about going to these things. Wow. She called them youth groups. Oh. But it was actually like parties with high schoolers and stuff. Wow. Well, I was in high school too. Um, so yeah, she she started like dating him behind my back. And I remember confronting her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I was like, hey, are you doing something that you shouldn't, but you're like, you're not telling me? And she was like, no, what do you mean? And I was like, who who is this? I'm not going to name names, but I'm like, who is this guy? And uh, she was like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, literally, there's a picture on Facebook with you guys. You guys must know each other. And she was like, oh, he was he was just a friend. Like, we just hung out. And I was like, I don't know if a friend takes a picture like that. Because it was like, honey, it was like the picture we just took with the awe of God. Mm-hmm. So, y- y'all will see it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But it was a picture of Michelle and I smiling at a camera, holding up books. We look like we're married your arm was around yeah literally it looks like we're married yeah that's how they were taking pictures wow and one more thing there was a picture that she was on top of his lap wow like she was sitting on like a concrete wall yeah and she was on his lap and i was like i don't i don't think friends take pictures like this or post them yeah and on that point post them And uh, that's when I was like, I should leave. But guess what? I didn't leave because we were still rooted in that intimate relationship or Mm -hmm. that intimacy that we never should have done in the first place. So a couple days go by. She breaks up with me. 
of course. I would hope so, right? <laughs> She's literally cheating on me openly, and I'm mm-hmm. not doing anything about it. So we break up, and a couple months goes by. She hits me back up. And she's like, hey, can we talk? We didn't end things the right way, okay? And I was like, yeah, we definitely didn't. Let's talk. Um, Because, again, the whole intimacy thing, Mm -hmm. I was like, we're still friends. We've been intimate with each other. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can make this work. And so she comes over, and uh, we started talking. Um, and she was like, yeah, like, I just don't like how things were left. And like, I'm not happy with him either. I was a lot happier with you. She cheats on him with me. (laughs) Here we go. And so then she's in this predicament again where she has two boyfriends. Mm -hmm. So she breaks up with him. (laughs) We start dating again. Okay. And again, what was it rooted on Mm -hmm. when we started dating again? Mm-hmm. intimacy mm-hmm. we didn't have sex or anything it, just, it was it wasn't that it was like kiss if you did that to someone to be cheating oh 1000 yeah. honey emotional cheating yeah yeah is cheating yeah exactly it doesn't have you don't have to have sex with someone to, ha- no, to cheat on them you do not it can be as little as oh i miss you oh i miss you so much yeah, with the heart exactly you'd be cheating yeah People, exactly. people may think that's, no, 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 no. That's, nope. that's cheating. That's cheating. That's, Sorry. Yeah, that's, that's cheating. cheating 100%. If you give attention to any other girl or guy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a way where it's kind of affectionate, even a little bit, yeah. oh yeah, no, you've crossed the line. Yeah. Um, you just have to have enough respect for your partner to not do that. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. She didn't have respect for me. She didn't have respect for him. Yeah. She just wanted attention. Yeah. She was an only child. I get it. Um, and me... I was an insecure 16-year-old. I was skinny as crap. Mm-hmm. I uh, thought that that was the only girl that was ever going to be with me ever. And I was like, we already did this thing, so I may as well stay here. It's comfortable, mm-hmm. whatever. So, again, the relationship was rooted in intimacy because that's what happened. We started dating again. Mm-hmm. So, like, two, two and a half years go on. Terrible fights, just really ridiculous stuff. Like... I don't even want to get into all of it, but just like little things where it's like I look back on it now and I'm like, I cannot believe that we would get in arguments like that Mm -hmm. because Michelle and I have been together for almost seven months and yeah, seven months, February 2nd. You're right. Yeah. And Michelle and I have yet to get in an argument where one of us is trying to be right. Mm -hmm. It's like we may say something where we disagree on and it's like, okay, here's the problem. Let's fix it. Yeah. And even on that point, I can probably count on one hand where we've like disagreed with each other mm-hmm. or like argued with each other about anything because mm-hmm. we know it's not worth it. And it's something <laughs> totally stupid. Yeah. It's something. Yeah. That's not even important. Yeah. It's like, is the milk expired? Yes or no? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I saw it there last week. No, I don't think so. It's like, yeah. Just go check if the milk is expired. Yeah. Like yeah, you don't yeah. <laughs> you don't need to think about it too yeah, hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah, so we continued to date up until about uh senior year of high school and she did the same thing again. She uh actually was at youth group. Mm-hmm. Um because she wanted me to start coming to church. She mm-hmm. was like, We gotta do this right. We gotta go to church and I was like I may come occasionally. And the problem was, though, is the youth group she was going to, I knew all those people in there, and I partied with all of them. Mm. I literally used to smoke dope with these people in this youth group. Yeah. And I used to take shots with them. Here we go. And it's like, I thought 
y'all aren't supposed to be doing that. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't get it. And then also it was like, we were intimate. So yeah. it's like, I know that's not in the Bible, but like, I don't really follow the Bible. So I don't really feel guilty about it. But she was kind of feeling guilty about it. Because mm. she was like, I think we should wait. And then it was, she, it was always like, I think we should wait. And then it always ended up being like, no, we're not going to because we already did. Mm-hmm. Right. It was like the whole like, you've already done it. Why not? Type yeah. thing. Yeah. Um. So like two years past, she started going to youth group with this one guy. And then again, I still don't have Facebook because Facebook's not my thing. I do you still use Facebook? Well, no, 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 okay. no. But I did say that we're in a relationship on there, or we're engaged, and you oh, accepted yeah. it. You do have one. That's you right. Just, yours automatically posts to it. Yeah, but I think it's like a business page or it something. Is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anywho, so she starts posting with this guy mm-hmm. on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, and also she started Snapchatting uh, that guy. And she wouldn't Snapchat me back, she, but she would have a streak with this guy and she would end our streak. And again, this is like little me insecure. I'm like yeah. ending my streak, blah, blah, blah. You know, I the don't petty even, little things yeah, that people used to do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I was like confused and I remember, <laughs> this is so funny. I remember bringing it up again. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, yo, who is this guy? And she was like, it's just a friend. And I was like, I don't think friends do this. Yeah, I know. And it was funny because the way she was taking pictures with him, I was like, you don't even take pictures with me like this anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you're taking pictures with him. Like, mm-hmm. what's going on here? And a couple of days go by again. She, uh, we break up. Same thing happens. They start dating. Okay. And I, I feel so bad for her. Mm-hmm. In, in a way, I kind of felt bad for her. Her senior year got ruined by the school, like ruined mm. because I could have taken it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. I was probably not that nice about it. So they date for a little bit. She comes back, texts me. Don't think I, I like how things ended. We're about to go to college. I really think we can work out, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you've already screwed up your chances so many times and I was really not nice about it. Like, I'm saying it nice on camera, but I didn't curse her out or anything, but I was like, no, like, you're you're a screw-up. Hmm. Like, literally, you cheated on me twice. Mm-hmm. And, like, what was bad is that everyone found out about it. Hmm. So sh- she was in my seventh period, senior mm-hmm. year two, and she would just, like, cry hmm. because everyone was like, she's, she's, a, she's a hoe because hmm. she cheated. Mm-hmm. And... I don't want to say like I was like Mr. Popular or whatever, but like I was very well known mm-hmm. and it's like everyone was taking my side instead of hers mm. and it's like they just didn't know that I was a screw up too. Yeah. You know? Um, so I didn't go back. But anyways, that relationship should have ended when I was 14 years old mm-hmm. after she started ta- or 15 years old when she started talking to that guy. Yeah. But it didn't because it was so rooted in the intimacy to exactly. begin with. Yeah. Uh, if I didn't have those blinders on, none of the other three and a half, four years wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not regretting any of that decision because mm-hmm. now I get to teach you guys about it. Maybe exactly. you're in the same situation. Yeah. Um, however, I do look back at it and I'm like, imagine how much I would have grown mm-hmm. if I would have pushed that to the curb mm-hmm. and then focus on the path of righteousness instead. It would have been a completely, completely different 
facade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so fast forward with all of my other relationships. That's what all of my other relationships were built on. Mm-hmm. We would date for a month, intimacy, and then stuck for another month. Then she would break up with me. Mm-hmm. And then I've never broken up with someone before. Mm-hmm. People have always broken up with me. Um, and the reason why uh, is because I knew the relationship wasn't good. I was just too insecure to tell them it's not good. Because mm-hmm. I was afraid I wasn't going to be with anyone else. Yeah. So giving y'all all of that context. Mm-hmm. because From both of us. From yeah. both of us. Because I, I know that's going to help some of you guys. Because a yeah. lot of people don't want to talk about their past relationships. Yeah. But when you're secure in your relationship that you're in... And also, you know, you're going to spend the rest of your life with them. Mm-hmm. There's no problem talking about your past. Mm-hmm. It's only going to help people. Exactly. People, yeah. people learn from the past. They can't learn from the future. Yeah. You know, um, and the way that we dated after we gave our life to Jesus was really impacted from our past because yeah, we were exactly like, right. what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you, if you go in to take a test at school and you come out and you fail it, all right, and you have to pass this test, you're going to try to figure out, okay, why, like, what answers did I get wrong? Yeah. Like, you'll go back and analyze, like, what needs to change, right? So, like, what we did after we gave our life to Jesus was, like, I'm going to be completely honest with you all right now. If you have not given your life to Jesus yet, get ready. Because after you do it, this girl gave this really good analogy she was basically like, he literally dug up everything I had buried. She was like, when I first gave my life to Jesus, I was emotionally a wreck. Wow. And the reason is because a lot of times I feel like we try to cover things up and ignore things and not focus on them. And then once you give your life to Jesus, he's like, "Uh, uh-uh, we got to deal with this stuff because it's going to change your future if you do, because you're going to let go of it. And everything's just going to be totally different moving forward. So us moving forward and dating, Mm -hmm. it was really impacted from our past. It was. Because we looked back and thought, okay, where did it go wrong? We both realized that the reason why we stayed in those relationships way longer than we should have was because we were intimate with those people and Mm -hmm. we were too scared to leave and too insecure to leave. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a situation right, right now where you're like, I don't feel like this is a relationship for me but I feel stuck and you've been intimate with them. We know what that feels like and coming out of that and being on this side of it, not ever having sex. And we're still sitting here so incredibly in love with each other and attracted to each other. Like it's possible to pursue a relationship without having sex. Yeah. Okay. It Very is possible. And it, yeah. it is going into that relationship with a clear mind without involving that is so much more peaceful yeah 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 there's no pressure yeah um this this is what i meant by like i think the holy spirit's gonna take this one okay okay Okay. so this is how i felt when we started dating in our relationship yeah okay this is how past relationships were Mm -hmm. i'm not going to leave her because i don't think i can get anyone else Mm -hmm. that's how past relationships were Mm -hmm. this relationship is i don't want to leave her because i couldn't see my life without her Mm-hmm. Two complete means the same thing, kinda, mm-hmm. but two different scenarios. You know what's crazy? What is how you can feel that way, and we've never had sex. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty nuts. 
Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. Because. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. The reason why people have sex before they get married is because they're too insecure that they're not going to get anyone else in the future. And they know that's going to tie themselves together. Bingo. (laughs) Dang. Bingo. I'm going to speak to the girls for a second. If you feel the need to give yourself to a man in order for him to show his love to you, you should not be with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was not a thought in my head when we started talking that I had to give myself to you in order for you to love me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In the same way for me too. Yeah. Because I thought I would have to be intimate to keep a girl Mm -hmm. in the same way. A lot of times girls think they have to be intimate to keep a guy. Mm -hmm. It works both ways. Yeah. Um, I didn't have to do that with you. Yeah. It was, it changed from me wanting to give my physical self to you mm-hmm. it changed from me wanting to give acts to you mm-hmm. showing my love through actions mm-hmm. without it, being intimate exactly and building that foundation yeah. before we're married is going to carry on into us being married mm-hmm. like we're still going to serve each other and also love each other mm-hmm. when we're married yeah so yeah 1000 percent. yeah it's just it's crazy because when I gave my life to Jesus, I dated one girl before I dated you. Mm-hmm. And it was just crazy because every relationship before that one was, if she says yes to mm-hmm. being my girlfriend, she has to be the one. Mm-hmm. But with the girl I dated before you, mm-hmm. it was, oh, I could actually see my life without dating her. Mm-hmm. I actually don't want to date her. Mm-hmm. And that's not how it used to ever be. Mm-hmm. And then... You come along, we have a conversation, and then I was like, wait a second. I actually don't see my life without this woman. Is this how it's supposed to be? Mm -hmm. And that's when we go back to the beginning of the episode where we're like, is this how it's supposed to be? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's what we talk about in a healthy way. Is this how it's supposed to be? Yeah. I gave my life to Jesus March 18th of 2023. I gave my life to Jesus like two weeks after I got broken up with Mm -hmm. and the girl that broke up with me, I was seriously like, I liked her a lot. Mm -hmm. Told my parents about her, told Mm -hmm. my uncle about her. I tell my uncle about my uncle's sick. Um, can't wait for you to meet him. He's so fun. Uh, when I told him that I, we broke up, he was like, Oh man, I'm so sorry to hear that. A couple weeks go by. I told him, Hey uncle Swen, dude, I gave my life to Jesus. He was like, Oh wow. And then he was like, okay, and I've told you this multiple times. Mm-hmm. He was like, God's going to send you a woman and you're going to ask yourself, is this girl even real? Mm-hmm. And then a couple weeks go by, meet this girl. Mm-hmm. That's not you. Mm-hmm. We go on a couple dates. Mm-hmm. Is this girl even real? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. And I was like, yeah, I don't see myself being with her. <laughs> you come along. And then I asked the question, is this girl even real? The answer was, I don't even know. And then I, I remember calling my Uncle Swen. That's his name, Uncle Swen. Mm-hmm. I remember calling Uncle Swen and I was like, so the whole question like, is this girl even real? Do you know if your wife's real? And he was like, dude, I don't know. I still don't know. We've been married for 20 something years. Yeah. I still don't know. Yeah, I remember one of our conversations. You were like, are you are you real? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. am I being pranked? We both said that very early on after one of our first conversations. Yeah. It was like, uh, this is a joke. Yeah. Like, I'm waiting for the cameras. Yeah. It, yeah, we still sometimes say that too. Yeah. But 
I, I just remember having that conversation with my uncle. And I was like, is that kind of how you know? And he was like, yeah, that's how you know. And then he also, he would always tell me, don't listen to anyone else. Mm-hmm. Like, just focus on God and your relationship. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. Because even, even with him and his wife, there was a lot of noise with them too. He met her at a post office. And they got married really quick. Mm-hmm. And he he would tell me, he was like, dude, I just... From the get go, because she was wearing, she was actually wearing a red dress mm-hmm. in the post office, and so you know, like the oh, whole like, like she women was a in customer, the, yeah, because oh, he works at the post yeah, office, yeah, 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 and you know how the people say like, oh, don't get the women in the red dress syndrome, oh, okay. and he was like, oh no, I had that, <laughs> <laughs> I had that for sure, yeah, and uh, that's how I, that's how I was uh, with you. I kept even to this day, I still ask myself, dang, is this chick real, <laughs> and. Yeah, I mean, your partner is supposed to continually amaze you throughout mm-hmm. your relationship. And on that point, this may contradict each other, but and your partner is going to disappoint you a lot, too. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. They're not perfect. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. So I want to I want to talk about like. So now we can get into it. An hour in, now we're getting to the topic. Yeah. <laughs> we just wanted to give some context yeah. because I think that's really helpful. And I pray that us being vulnerable and talking about our past before we gave our life to Jesus, like really opens your eyes to a situation that you might be in yeah. or one that you might be in in the future, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really want to talk about like how we knew that this was something that would honor God and... um I don't want to say how we knew that we were the one because Asher and I have had a lot of conversations about like, we don't believe in soulmates. We don't believe that God like has like one specific person like picked out for us. Like Mm -hmm. as we're going through life, we believe that he brought us together 1000%. Yeah. Um, but I think it was, it was just like a snowball of actions Mm -hmm. that kind of led to us eventually yeah together god god will send you a person and it's not about it being the right person it's about are you willing to make it work with that person Mm -hmm. that's all it is and what's crazy honey is uh in the instagram story that i put all the 11 questions was how do you know if they are the right one? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to reply to all 11 saying, there, there is, is no, no right, right one. one. Yeah. Why are you putting exactly. that much pressure on yourself? Yeah, because then that's when you're contradicting yourself. Yeah. And, or, or you're like overthinking and overanalyzing things because you're like, well, I don't know because like there's this like one thing like Asher uses my bathroom and leaves some pee on the ground. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and go, I don't know if he's the one because Howdy! he accidentally drips his pee on the Howdy! ground. <laughs> Sorry, I just outed you. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> but I'm, I'm serious. Like, because that's how I used to date. It was like, I would start dating somebody and then like something so not important would happen. And I would be like, I don't know, like this one thing happened. And then I would start to question things. Obviously there was a lot of other things that were like big and a huge problem. But like if you, if you put so much pressure to find like the right one, you're going to like overanalyze them and their relationship. And 
it's just going to be way, way harder to date. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to ask you guys a question. If you're waiting for the right one, you first need to ask yourself if you're the right one. Mm. Because the right one comes down to someone being perfect and we serve the right one. We are not the right one. Amen. Okay. So uh, we actually just talked about this story in church when uh, what's his name had to work for Sarah. Jacob. Yeah, Jacob. And uh, everyone knows this this story in Genesis. So this is Genesis 29, starting at verse 19. It says, Agreed. Laban replied, I'd rather give her to you than to anyone else. Stay and work with me. So Jacob worked seven years to pay for Rachel, but his love for her was so strong that it seemed to him but a few days. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Jacob thought Sarah was the right one him having to work seven years for her yeah if someone would have said that you, you can't have asher for seven years i'd be like okay then that's yeah that's, he's just that's, not that's coming from satan <laughs> <laughs> you know like yeah. like seriously think about it yeah like jacob used so much discernment from god that that was his wife mm-hmm. that he was actually going to stay and work for seven mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. was she the right one i don't know because he I, also married leah exactly <laughs> Yeah, so, I don't know. <laughs> but it's just a good example. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Either of them could have been the right one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. W- was he trying to marry Leah? No. No, he wasn't. <laughs> Did he if get y'all haven't with her? Fin- yeah, if y'all haven't read Genesis, it's a, it's a really messed up story. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say... Uh, they needed Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Very messed up story, but... Uh, God used it all, though. Yeah. Anywho, back to my point, what I was saying is Jacob didn't think Sarah was the right one. Mm-hmm. What he did was he noticed the Lord put a girl in his life, mm-hmm. and I don't know Jacob's thoughts. He probably had a checklist, and he was well, like... Well, I think he was just... Yeah. She probably had like a beam of light. Exactly. And he was just like, oh my it, goodness, ex- you're perfect. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And his thought process was the same as every guy's, more than likely, saying, I couldn't see myself living without this woman. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. And then that's what he did mm-hmm. for seven years to get her. Mm-hmm. What you got, honey? That was really good. So now we're going to talk about how we knew that we were right for each other and that God literally placed us in each other's lives mm-hmm. um it's kind of situational because of where god was calling us yeah to go um so i think the best way to do this is to literally just list yeah. things mm-hmm. so to start uh we are both leading each other closer to god yeah our very first conversation was here's all my baggage yeah <laughs> here's my testimony and this is how the Lord has literally changed my life. Yeah. We talked about how we were, what actions we were doing to grow in our relationship with God mm-hmm. and things that he was teaching us and the way that we spent time with him. And it was very similar. We were both watching a lot of podcasts, YouTube videos, reading the word, studying the word, getting into like why we believe what we believe so that we can yeah. talk to people about it. Mm-hmm. There was no thought in my mind that was questioning 
whether or not Asher was following the Bible. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a really good, yeah, that's a really good point. Honey. Yeah. And in, in the same way as a man, you want a feminine woman. And if a woman is submitting her life to Jesus, mm-hmm. then she is also going to submit to the right man. Completely. Which is me. Yes. Thankfully. Mm-hmm. And um, it also, I just want to say this. Submission is not a bad thing at all. Not at all. I submit to Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and she submits to me. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a, like a, only she does it to me. It's no, I also submit to her mm-hmm. and I love it. Mm-hmm. She submits to me and she loves it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause the, the thing is with you giving your life to Jesus and you start reading the Bible God's going to call you to be the woman that you're supposed to be for your partner. Mm-hmm. So he's going to make that woman more feminine. He's mm-hmm. going to make the man more masculine. Mm-hmm. And then that is when your roles kind of can join. It's really cool. Yeah. So one thing that stuck out with me when we first started talking uh, was, again, your your feminine roles. Mm-hmm. Because I was, before I found Christ, the dating was... Yeah, I don't know when I'm going to have kids. I don't know if I want them. I like to party. I like to do this. Blah, 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 blah. That's what they were saying. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, same. Yeah. Then I gave my life to Jesus. And it's like, now I'm just going to interview a bunch of women. Yeah. Because that's what Christian dating is. That's exactly what it is. Sorry, people. Yeah. If you think you're going to go on some fancy five-star hotel dates with roses and stuff... Nah, bro, just get on the phone with them yeah. and just say, hey, listen, give it yeah. to me. Well, I mean, if they're there, you could take them on a date. Of course. But like, it's right. literally an interview. Yeah, yeah. Um, so don't be weirded out if it is, because it is. <laughs> like, this, we're, we're talking about literally eternity here. Yeah. We're talking about truth. Yeah. It's, you can't have someone who is half truthful, someone who is all truthful. Mm-hmm. The one who is all truthful is going to win. Mm-hmm. All the time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, one thing that stood out to me was uh, your feminine roles Mm -hmm. of being like, I used to be this. Mm -hmm. I got redeemed by Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like you went from, I used to not want kids. Mm -hmm. I was on birth control Mm -hmm. to birth control sucks. Big pharma sucks. Mm -hmm. It's run by Satan. Mm -hmm. And I want to have a lot of children and Mm -hmm. raise them on a farm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm sold. Let's keep talking. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, it, it, a lot of it was about the values lining yes. up. Um, and I don't care who you listen to. If you do not talk about your values within the first couple of dates. You're wasting you your time. wasting your time. Because this is what happens. Mm-hmm. Is as time goes on, you get to grow a little bit more attached. Mm-hmm. You get to be a little more comfortable and secure with each other. Mm-hmm. And then... You know what happens, honey? Mm. Some values may not line up and it's you're okay. blinded by it. Yeah. Because it's you're like, okay. yeah. Oh, you only want to have one kid, but I want to have six. We're just going to compromise and mm-hmm. only have one. Uh, okay. Don't know how that's going to work out mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to raise I've, my I've, kids. I've heard it play out not well at all, actually, yeah. if we yeah. learn from history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to take my kids to church with me. 
and teach them about the Lord Mm -hmm. and it's their decision to follow the Lord. Mm -hmm. Someone else could be like, nope, they don't have a choice. They're following the Lord. I'm baptizing them as an infant and they're going to be forced into religion and not a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. And this is something that also Michelle and I talked so early on. The first conversation. First conversation, Michelle and I were like, yeah, our kids aren't Christian. Yeah. And people are going to be like, wait, what do you mean? Yeah. No, they're not Christian. No. Not until they, they are old enough to understand what they're doing. They 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 weren't born following Jesus just because we do. Yeah. They were still born a sinner. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say you're a sinner. You need to repent. Yeah. I'm just going to be a light to them. Yeah. I'm going to bring them to church, and we're going to showcase our marriage mm-hmm. like the way Jesus loves us. Mm-hmm. That's what a marriage is. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee, if it's a healthy marriage, they're going to get curious. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And people may come that as a surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When our kids are 12. And they haven't gotten saved yet. They're not taking communion. Mm-hmm. They're not a Christian. Mm-hmm. In, in the same way, if we're taking communion mm-hmm. and they're like, I want to take it, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to mm-hmm. say, okay. When'd Do you, you know what it means? Yeah. Do you know what it means? When did you get yeah. saved? Yeah. I'm not going to be some, Michelle and I are not going to be the parents that are like, oh yeah, of course, honey. No, this we're talking about eternity. Yeah, I uh, once again. If they If they haven't given their life to Jesus, I don't want them to go around saying that they're a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want them to tell their friends mm-hmm. or our friends' children, mm-hmm. like, I'm a Christian. Yeah. No. Why? Yeah. Why do you say that? Yeah. Did you give your life to Jesus? Yeah. Well, no. Mom, you and you and daddy follow yeah. Jesus, so, and you're a Christian, yeah. so that makes, nope. And I know that may come very harsh for people, and again, this is one of those things, you don't got to agree with us. Yeah. This is how Michelle and I are going to raise our children. Mm-hmm. And on that point, this is how pastors- yeah. We've learned from that Michelle and I have had mm-hmm. in our path. Mm-hmm. They have taught us this is how raising children mm-hmm. is supposed to be. Does it mean that it's going to be perfect and when they're old enough to understand they're going to give their lives to Jesus? No. Yeah. I've heard stories of a pastor's family. We just had a conversation with him. His kids are not perfect. Yeah. Nowhere near. Mm-hmm. And he admitted that. Mm-hmm. And some of them chose a bad path. Mm-hmm. And did him and his wife lead them in that direction. Yeah. It is up to them if they want to give their life to Jesus Mm -hmm. and follow him. It is a personal relationship. Yeah. You can't scare him into it. Yeah. John Bevere said something. One of the best quotes he has ever said was the most successful thing parents can do Mm -hmm. is if their children and their children's children all have a relationship with Jesus because you know, it started with you Mm -hmm. and it's like, dude, Imagine how crazy it would be if all of us, you know, our our kids mm-hmm. and their kids mm-hmm. were all sitting, we were, you know, we're 70 years old, mm-hmm. we're sitting around a campfire mm-hmm. and we all have Bibles mm-hmm. talking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know how great that probably looks in God's eyes yeah. and how pleased he would be yeah. because it all started with us, yeah. with you and I about how we raised our he kids. He used us yeah. to... Draw There's, them near. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with Abraham and all yeah, all of his kids and whatnot. But any, anywho, so yeah, so that that's a big thing. Uh, yeah. I know we just went off a little tangent, yeah. but <laughs> we do that a lot. Um, so yeah, understanding people's values. Yeah. It's not, you go to church? No way, so do I. You're a Methodist? Oh, so am I. You're a Baptist? Oh, I'm a Baptist too. Deeper. Way deeper. Gotta go deeper. Way deeper. <laughs> I'm talking... Scrumdillyish deeper. What? I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of times people will be like, 
scratch the surface mm-hmm. and then which is what I did right yeah. so yeah I was safe for two years I went on plenty of dates mm-hmm. and a lot of it was like scratching the surface and I had to tell a lot of guys like nope yeah. we're not on the same page and then there was a couple where it was like okay I feel like this could go in that direction and then after a little bit of time it was like okay now you're leading me into sin mm-hmm. so now I don't want anything to do with you mm-hmm. and now I don't see you leading me and mm-hmm. I don't see myself being with you. Mm-hmm. If you're scratching the surface and you're still having questions like, oh, I don't know. Like we just scratched the surface and I'm not sure you don't have to keep talking to them. Mm. Yeah. If you are, if you are scratching the surface, you're missing out on the promised land. Yeah. That God has for you yeah. in a relationship that you haven't even touched yet. Yeah. And that would suck. Yeah. So go on dates talk to people, make sure that you guys have the same values and that you want, like, again, no compromises. We talked about this a couple episodes ago. And after we got done, I was like, Asher, that was so good. Because you said, if you are compromising early in your relationship, it is going to cause so much resentment later on. If you tell me you want to have four kids and I don't want to have more than two later on down the road, you're going to be like, all right, you ready to, ready to try again? Like we have two, you ready for more? And I'm like, no, but like, I only want, I only want two. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like I needed to meet you where you were at. Mm-hmm. So I had two more kids and then later down the line we're broke. And I'm like, see, it's because you wanted to have more kids. Exactly. And then yeah. it's like you, mm-hmm. you, 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 yeah. right? Yeah. It's like, and obviously we keep using kids as an example. Um, there's way more yeah. that you can compromise on and just not meet in the middle on. Yeah. Not, I don't even say meet on the middle because you're going to be on the same level. Yeah. Like you're not meeting them anywhere. It's how do you feel about this? Yeah. And another thing that I want to talk about, because this is something that I struggled with a lot. Mm-hmm. I would give too much detail about what I was looking for to the point where they would alter what they were saying. Ooh, yeah. And they would turn into yes men. Yeah. And do not give detail. Yeah. In an interview, does the interviewer give you the answer? Yeah. Does the, yeah. Does the interviewer say, would, would you be good at doing this and this and this? Yes or no? Usually it's just a yes or no question. Yeah. It's, they usually don't ask, okay, now write a three-page It's behavioral, essay. Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So it's not, for example, in my real-time job, um, I am hiring students to be on my team and it's a very independent role, right? They have meetings with me bi-weekly, but most of the work they're doing on their own. In the interview, I say, have you ever had an experience with working by yourself? Can you tell me about it? I'm not going to say... So you're going to be working alone. You're going to be on campus. You're going to be doing this and this and this. How would you feel? Exactly. Because again, like you just said, if you gave them all of that backstory, Mm -hmm. they're going to give you an answer that's like, this is what this person wants to hear. Exactly. And that is what happened so many times. Yeah. I gave way too much detail and they altered their, their, like whatever they felt, whatever the scenario was. And then it was like, yeah, I feel like you're just like, I really want this girl. So I'm just going to agree with yeah. that. Yeah. So going back on the kids situation, you could say, mm-hmm. I want four kids. How and many then I, kids do you want? Yeah. And then I say, 
okay, why? Well, this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And then you're like, how many kids do you want? And you're like, that's a really good number because, and then I just list off a bunch of things that you would want to hear that would make you want to be with me. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. It doesn't need to be like that. Ask questions, have them answer it. Don't give them an answer or Mm -hmm. don't, don't tell them what you're looking for. I heard a pastor say that one time where it was like, don't tell them what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, and they should know. Yeah. Biblically. Yeah. Right. So it's like, how do you feel about sex before marriage? Mm -hmm. And they're like, absolutely not. And if Asher was like, well, I would respect your decision. Er, Nope. Not the answer. Yeah. That's not biblical. Yeah. And, oh man, the, the questions that we get, they're like, this is happening, but I'm still with him because of this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it comes down to like insecurity issues. And I'll tell you one thing right now, you do not want to be with an insecure person. No. At all. Yeah. And I was an insecure person mm-hmm. before I gave my life to Jesus. And what was so cool about Michelle and I coming together was we were both secure mm-hmm. in our values that mm-hmm. we have set because they're all biblically grounded. Mm-hmm. Um just just like how Jesus says, mm-hmm. my teachings are the bedrock. Mm-hmm. And the bedrock is very, we were just talking about that today. Mm-hmm. Firm foundation. Um, yeah, it's a firm foundation. Just like how your values in a relationship, whether it's how many kids you want, whether it's how much, how, how you want them to be raised, whatever it may be, that should be very firm. And you should have reasons to why you believe that that's the right path. Mm-hmm. Because the reason why compromises happen Majority of the times is because of insecurities. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to raise them homeschool? I want to raise them public school, mm-hmm. but you know what? I'm not going to get anyone else, mm-hmm. so I'll just raise them homeschool. Mm-hmm. I'll make her happy. Mm-hmm. You know, if the wife's happy, then I'm happy. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah, two things can be true. Yeah, y'all both can be happy. Yeah, and the kids can be getting a great education. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So yeah, just make sure that you're focused on your values and you stand firm on them, and they line up. Yeah. Because we were the first ones that was it was like for each other, where it, everything lined up, and there was no compromise. Yeah, we still have yet to compromise. Yeah. Well. I'm talking about value things. There are things like, uh, honey, you want to go to dinner at 6.30 or 6.45? Yeah. Eh, I don't really like 6.45 or 6.30. Let's go at like 6.35. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's completely different. Or the the music that we're playing at our reception. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. We compromise on some things. Yeah. I took some things off. You added yeah. some things. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, but we're talking about serious, yeah. serious, serious issues. Yeah, 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 yeah. Things that are going to impact the rest of your life. Yeah. Cause yeah. yeah, Things that are going to impact the rest of your life and your kid's life. Yeah. Literally. How they're raised is how they're going to be impacted as adults. That's another thing. When you think like about the future, it changes a lot. Like when you and I started talking, it was like, I desire for this man to be the head of my household and lead my children. Like, Dude, I think about you being pregnant a lot. It's freaking <laughs> awesome. And just being a mom. Yeah. yeah. I, I Asher s- tells me a lot yeah. about that. I see you like making bread with like our daughter <laughs> and then like I'm out back hunting yeah. with, you know, our sons if we yeah. have more than one. Yeah. Um, and y'all are like in the kitchen, like making bread, <laughs> stuff like that. And y'all are just like jamming to like Miley Cyrus or something yeah. stupid. 
she's wearing a princess dress. Yeah. yeah. I could so see that happening. Come yeah. in, scoop you up. Yeah. Take a little intermission break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, intermission. <laughs> yeah, intermission. Yeah. I'll tell Junior to clean up the kitchen while <laughs> mom and I have to talk for a little bit upstairs. Yeah. So y'all go ahead and get the kitchen cleaned up. <laughs> Come back 20 minutes later, sweating bullets. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but seriously, like if you think and that was something for me, right? Like right before I talked to you, I told you I went on like a prayer walk and I was like, why does this keep happening? I was like, I meet a guy that says that they're a Christian. We have great conversations and I'm like, okay, like this could work. And then something happens. They either lead me into sin or like it just always went sideways and I got so frustrated and I went on this walk and I was like, Lord, what is happening? Like, why does this keep happening? And he was like, you can either compromise and settle and completely destroy your family unit in the future, or you can trust me and my timing and just give it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. And literally a week later, I started talking to Asher. Yeah. And it was like, hello. Yeah. Just to completely answer the question, how do I know if the person is the quote unquote right one? Mm -hmm. I'm going to rephrase the question. And the question is going to be, how do I know if this is the person that I'm going to be with the rest of my life? Mm -hmm. You know, by the values that are set in place and you know that there is no other person Mm -hmm. that you see yourself building that life with. Mm -hmm. That's the only way. Mm -hmm. If there's any doubt in your mind or there's any like, ah, he may need to grow a little bit more. She may need to grow a little bit more and then he'll be okay. That's, that's not, that's not what God intended. Yeah. Yeah. About the not growing anymore, not Larry like, oh, they need, they need to work on this area. We talked about this earlier about like, can it be right person, wrong time? That's yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, there's no right person. Yeah. Right. So if you do encounter someone who's like open and they're like, hey, I'm struggling with this sin. That is not your problem to help them get rid of it. Yeah. It is not. It is between them and God. Yeah. And if the problem is not gone and they're trying to pursue a relationship with you, leave it. Yeah. If if they come back around and y'all get in the future and you're both still single and their problem's gone, great. You yeah. Come together. If, if, yeah. if it's completely gone yeah. and they've dealt with it, right? Yeah. But it's not your job to fix them. Yeah. If they can't do it on their own, they're going to be incapable of, a, or not on their own. If they can't do it alone with God, without you, they're going to be incapable of a lot of stuff. In oh, the future. yeah. Yeah. And that's that's a really good point, honey. So what we're not saying is the partner that gets sent your way isn't going to be perfect. Right. There's a lot of stuff I struggle with. There's oh, a lot of yeah. things that Michelle struggles with. What we are saying is that are they actually trying to fix the problem? Yeah. Because what God will do is when that partner gets sent in your life, the problems that you already working through, Mm -hmm. your partner's supposed to be there to help you work through those problems even more. Mm -hmm. Like your your partner's supposed to be a reflection of yourself. Mm -hmm. Majority of the times y'all struggle with the same thing. Yeah. You'll be surprised when you open up with your partner and you're like, wait, 
you struggle with that too. So mm-hmm. do I. That's mm-hmm. kind of that's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And Michelle and I struggle with a lot of the same things. Mm-hmm. And what's really cool is that we correct each other on it, mm-hmm. and we get different revelations mm-hmm. of the same topic. Mm-hmm. But we're able to express it to each other in different mm-hmm. ways, mm-hmm. which is really really cool. So yeah, you need to make sure that your values line up, mm-hmm. and you need to make sure you're both chasing the right one. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only way to know. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Do your values Values align and are you both chasing Jesus? Mm -hmm. Because the moment you stop chasing Jesus and you put each other ahead of Jesus, you're going to lose and it's not going to be good. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying y'all are going to divorce or whatever. What I mean by lose is I mean that it's going to get unhealthy. Mm -hmm. That's all I mean. Yeah. That's, that's really it. It's that simple. Like it's not supposed to be some super complicated. Yeah algorithm yeah it's or something it's like not, you know it's not like i'm sorry if you came on this episode and you thought we were gonna sit here and list out like this and this and this yeah. and this and this like we're all gonna struggle with things i'll go into some verses here in a second but it, it's not yeah it's not supposed to be it's that it's not an einstein type formula yes we're not defining gravity yeah you yeah. are literally you are you literally just need discernment from God. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And how bit- do you get discernment from God? You literally read his word and spend time with him. That's exactly. it. Exactly. Like stop taking advice from these stop taking advice from your grandma or your aunt who doesn't know who Jesus is. Or just, your worldly friends. Yeah, or your worldly friends. Just because they've been on the earth longer than you have mm-hmm. doesn't make you smarter mm-hmm. than that person. Yeah. Especially when it comes to relationships. God will give you the discernment yeah god will give you the discernment yeah if you are questioning your relationship we've both gotten a lot of dms yeah i don't i don't know if i should be with this person this and this and this happened what do you think yeah i'm gonna say this right now if you are texting or dming someone i don't know if i'm supposed to be with you're not supposed to be you're talking about your partner behind their back yeah holy yeah or i need advice i'm in this situation and it's like if you're asking me to basically tell you what god's already telling you like that's an insultment to god yeah i was just about to say that if you're asking us humans yeah if i don't know if I wonder what God's saying to you in the prayer closet. Yeah, yeah. Holy moly. And it's just whether or not, and we're not trying to sound harsh. It's things oh, that we've dealt with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I did it. Yeah. With all my past, all the girls I dated in Houston, honey, bless Ian's heart so much. <laughs> oh my goodness. Honey, I would go in there. Ian, I don't know, dude. Like, do I think that I'm... And he was always like, dude, if you're asking me, probably not. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I know, but blah, blah, blah. He's like, what? Yeah. Dude, that's one thing that I value so much about Ian is he is very secure. Yeah. And he yeah. knows how to give solid advice for the most part. Yeah. I'm just going to real quick just go through some verses of like characteristics that we can look for. Right? Yes. So Ephesians 525, yeah. husbands love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. If he's not willing to put he or she, I think this is mutual. Yeah. Um, he doesn't say that. I believe it's a mutual relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're not willing to be selfless and serve your partner above yourself, then it's not going to work. Yeah. The whole, 
this man don't tell me what to do yeah. or my wife doesn't tell me what to do. Nope. You're losing. Yeah. 10 times out of 10. Yeah. Sorry. Buddy. I, those videos of the girls talking about like how they want to go out with their friends and their guy told them no. And they were like, well, I, it was like the audio of like, yeah, I smell the B word. And it was like, really? Yeah. Like, hello. Yeah. Okay. No, no words there. Um, you know what hits deep, honey? Every time I hear someone not submitting to their husband mm-hmm. or they're not submitting to their wife is the whole thing of when I was saying that Nick said like they're orphans oh, without yeah, yeah, yeah. a dad. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. They're not submitting because they don't have a dad. Yeah. They're still orphans. The, and it's, the father. Yeah. The father. Like yeah. The father yeah. of heaven. Yes. And it's like, dang, I feel I it it just it just really saddens my heart. Yeah. Because man, the worldly way just sucks, yeah, man. Sucks. Um Proverbs 15:1 says a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. So if they're being rude to you with harsh words all the time and they're degrading you, yeah. I wouldn't be with them. Yeah. And then later in that verse, uh Proverbs, I think it's 15:24. It goes on to say how sweet words are. Mm-hmm. They're sweet, sweet like honey. Sweet like honey. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ephesians 4.2 says, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing one another in love. Mm. So are they humble? Are they gentle? Are they patient? Mm-hmm. Asher has the largest amount of patience I have ever witnessed. Thanks, honey. Oh, my goodness. I love you so much. Just you, your patience for like everything is like, ah. Uh, like that's something, right? That's something that I need to work on. Mm-hmm. And I'm, some things get me upset and I'm not patient with them. And Asher's like, it's okay, mm-hmm. right? It's not like he's like, you suck. Yeah. Like he's supporting Another me. one right there, honey, in that verse is humble. And yeah, humility. Humble, yeah. You better admit when you're wrong. Yes. Shoot. If, okay, whoop, here we go. Here's another thing that I dealt with a lot from guys that were saying they were Christians. If I was upset about something, I tell you, hey, honey, I'm not very happy with with what's happening right here. And you come back at me and say, well, maybe you need to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, That sounds like a you problem. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to change. I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah. Excuse me? You don't get to tell me that my feelings are invalid. Yeah. I'm coming to you saying like, hey, this upset me. Yeah. Which... This happened last, this past week. Like something was, a story was brought up and it upset me. Yeah. And I was open and honest about how I felt. And Asher was like immediately like humble and said like, I shouldn't have talked about that. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, like be humble. We, I've yeah. done it to you too. Like, oh yeah. Huge thing. Huge, yeah. So important. Humility's huge, dude. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Especially like, I'm not trying to make this like gender specific, but like, Women also have a hard, like a, or a really, really hard time with being humble. Yeah. Um, I think men also do maybe have a oh, little yeah. bit more trouble just because of the societal pressure yeah. of being a man. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. hundred percent. So mm-hmm. that's really important to look for. Yeah. B- being a man is not, you know, is he coming home with, you know, uh, a deer skinned alive with his, you know rifle that he just got out in the woods that doesn't mm-hmm. make someone a man mm-hmm. a, a man comes with humility yep. and leading your woman in the right direction yeah. that guy who shot the deer and skinned it with his bare hands he may be incredibly insecure mm-hmm. slaps his wife mm-hmm. on the daily 
mm-hmm. and says he's never wrong about mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and is extremely prideful. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make him a man. There was a trend going around. This just reminded me. There was a trend going around talking about like how women. I my TikTok used to be about relationships. I told you about this already. And I would make like stupid, funny videos about like looking for a country guy that was in camo that hunted and like all oh, this yeah. stuff. I feel like a lot of times girls will be like, I want a country man, like or a blue collar man. And it's like, like, great. Perfect. If you want someone that does that, great for you. Yeah. What is his personality? Yeah. Like, are you yeah. chasing a like a figure yeah. and like a type of person or are yeah. you actually like looking into who they are as a person? Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. If a guy hunts, usually girls are attracted to that. Yeah. If guys have big muscles, gr- g- girls are usually attracted to that yeah. in the same way. Guys are usually attracted to a very large bottom and a beautiful face that loves children. Yeah. However, a girl can have all those qualities and still suck eggs. Do not be blinded by the outside. Yeah. yeah. This goes both ways. I know that the Bible is specific about women, right? Don't dress yourself and find jewelry. And find your, and, yeah. 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 You know, care about the outside. Focus on what's on the inside. This is mutual. Yeah. Right. I'm not marrying you because you lift weights and you're super muscular. Here we go. It's a plus. Yeah. It's a huge bonus. Thank the go. Lord. That is not why I'm marrying you. Yeah. You yeah, know, I would hope so, man. That would put a lot of pressure on me. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, man. I could go on that topic for hours. Holy crap. Oh my goodness. Honey. So first Thessalonians four, four, that each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable. Mm-hmm. Right. If I met you before you gave your life to Jesus, probably wouldn't be with you because of the things that you were posting online. Yeah. Right. Same for me. Mm-hmm. If I was flashing myself on the internet or doing TikTok dances with like barely any clothes on, you would not be talking to me. I'm not honoring my body by just flashing it everywhere. Right. Yeah. So those are other yeah. little things. Uh, to look honor, for. Honoring your body is keeping it pure. Yeah. For, for your husband. Yeah. Or wife. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't post shirtless pics on the internet anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I may post in like a tank top or something. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's something like I, maybe I give a fitness tip or it's something about coaching or whatever you have it may your, be. You have your own convictions. Yeah. But yeah. if I posted a photo of me in the gym, shirtless, shredded, mm-hmm. come on, man. Yeah. In the same way, if you're a woman with a bikini yeah. on the beach, yeah. with the margarita in your hand, yeah, and you're with someone, yeah. your partner, your boyfriend's taking the picture on the beach, yeah, and you're like, I want to post a picture. Again, Come if you're now. not a believer, we're not talking to you. Yeah, but if if you're a believer and you're like, "Hey, honey, I want to post a picture of me in a bikini while hard, holding a margarita," yeah, that screams. Make sure you get the lower angle. Yeah. Up. Yeah. From behind. Yeah, that screams. I'm single, and I want you to DM me. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say about that matter. Yeah. Uh, everyone also knows first Corinthians 13, four through five, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. I'm not going to read the whole thing. However, I do want to say this because my best friend, my matron of honor actually told me this and it stuck with me. She said that her mom told her when she reads that verse to replace love with the name of the person they're dating. Okay. So in her marriage, she replaced love with her husband's name. Can I read it again with my name? Asher is patient. Asher is kind. He does not envy. He does not boast. He is not proud. Wow. 
That makes you look at it completely different. It does. Wow. Because it's like that's because, what you're looking for. Yeah, that's what you're looking Am for. Am I saying that they have to be perfect? No. Yeah. But does do they he, have those qualities? Or are they pursuing those qualities? Exactly. That's exactly right. And are they open to the Holy Spirit changing exactly. parts of them? Yeah. We've both openly admitted, hey, this is something I need to work on. Yeah. There's a lot of things, especially in this season right now, that we're both more aware of because Mm -hmm. that's what we've been praying is refining us and it's like being self-aware and allowing the holy spirit to change us we're not perfect yeah but we're allowing those convictions to change us Mm -hmm. yeah that's good honey wow yeah that's really good so that was just some but there's many more be in tune with what god's telling you and don't ignore anything because you feel like you're stuck in a yeah. relationship yeah yeah and i also want to say one more thing mm-hmm. you need to be physically attracted to them mm-hmm. just because they're leading you to jesus mm-hmm. and y'all share the same values mm-hmm. if you're not attracted to them it's okay yeah it's okay yeah because there are other people that are out there that have those same values and will lead you to jesus but you're going to be attracted to them. It's okay. If he's, you know, pursuing Jesus and, uh, you know, y'all share the same values or whatnot, guy or girl, and you're not attracted to them, it's completely okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with being like, wow, he has these great values yeah. and I'm not attracted to them. Uh, yeah. I have That's a, okay. I have a fantastic example of this. Okay. So I told you about how I, I mentored the high school girls. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love them. If any of you are watching this, which I'm sure some of them are. I love you guys and I miss you. Their youth pastor was the one that like asked me to come because I went on a date with him like a year before he asked me. I think I told you this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great guy. On paper, great guy. You're still way better. Sorry. Being honest. Here we go. But on paper, like he would have led me the right way. I would have trusted him. I know that like we would have built like a great life. I was not attracted to him at all. Mm -hmm. And I prayed to God so many times and I was like, okay, I'm not just not like, I just, I saw him as a strictly a friend. And I was like, listen, if I'm crazy, like, please talk to me. Like, just, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying like, there was no like physical attraction. I'm just being Mm -hmm. honest. Yeah. And I was like, I literally sat down and I prayed and I said, Lord, if this is the person that you want me to be with, like, can you just like prune that part of me and like help me look at him in a different way? It never happened. Yeah. It never happened. Dude. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is it. Couple months later, I met Asher. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to end with this. Um, you need to be head over heels for your part. Like I'm talking obsessed. Asher and I talk about that all the time. If you are not obsessed with the person you are with and you don't want to brag about them, use discernment. However, I don't know how that's going to go. If you're like, yeah, I'm. They're all right. Yeah, they're all right. It's like, uh, I don't know if you should be in that. How do I mean, how do they talk about you when you're not in the room? Yeah. I mean, Jesus says love your partner as I love the church, right? Okay. So we're all obsessed with Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So not saying that you should put your partner mm-hmm. above Jesus, 
but you should be equally obsessed with your partner as much as Jesus is obsessed with me. Mm-hmm. The book of Psalms says that God has more thoughts of us mm-hmm. than all the grains of sand mm-hmm. on the entire planet. Mm-hmm. That's how much the Lord's obsessed with us. Yeah. And Jesus says, we need to love our partners like I love the church. Yeah. And he died for the church. So we need to be literally equally obsessed yeah. with our partner as yeah. obsessed Jesus is with us. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Church meaning the body of Christ. Yeah us yeah not meaning a building yeah all right let's get that clear yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah dude if you're not obsessed with your partner what do you see ya like get out like i shoot you know a lot of people may say like oh you're a simp or whatever dude stop listening to the world i think about michelle every second of the day it's hard for me to fall asleep Ninety percent of the nights I go to bed because I'm too busy thinking about her. Yeah, I'm, this isn't a joke either. Yeah, I went to bed at 10 p.m. last night, didn't fall asleep until 2:30. I was thinking about her, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about how it sucks that I'm not in the same bed with her. Yeah, and that's if you love your partner that much, you're going to be that obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you know their, let's get back to the right question, the right one, mm-hmm. which we've established there is no right one. Mm-hmm. If you want to do life with that partner. I believe, as well Michelle believes, that you should be thinking about your partner and obsessed with them in mm-hmm. a very, very healthy manner. Yeah. Yeah. And that is how you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you are with the correct partner and if you are willing to make it work. Mm-hmm. Are you obsessed with them? Mm-hmm. Do y'all have the same values? Are y'all leading each other to Christ? Mm-hmm. If those questions, your answer is, you know what, I don't really know. Find out. Find out, and if you have already found out, sweetheart or son, it's time brother, to leave. Brother, and brother, <laughs> it's time to like. I'm I'm looking yeah. out for you. Yeah, it's we're time not to leave. trying. To, we're not yeah. trying to be harsh. We're saying and, this out of love. And you know, if again, you can leave your opinion in the comment section below and say, "Oh well, I believe that God's, you know, using me in this relationship to make him come to Christ and this and that." Again, I'm not going to argue with you or debate you on that, but all I'm saying is is please listen to what God's telling you in the prayer closet mm-hmm. because he knows if you're actually listening to him. Mm-hmm. That's what he does now. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to go out and tell the world, oh, this is working. I'm trying to tell everyone else that it's working even though I know it's really not. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. So that being said, uh, thank you guys. We love you guys so much. Yeah, we hope this was helpful and uh, we hope that us being vulnerable at the beginning about our past and just where we're at right now was also helpful. Yeah. Um, so we're praying for people in a relationship that they feel stuck mm-hmm. because they've been intimate or other reasons. Um, we pray that you just use the discernment and and get out. And we also just pray that the people waiting keep waiting please yeah. it is so worth it i made a a post on my for the girls broadcast channel on my instagram and i was like it is so worth the wait mm-hmm. so worth the wait yeah. just continue to use discernment and, and go where god's calling you to go yeah and if y'all have not entered in the giveaway um on the instagram pages like comment share make sure you're following for the good and you will be entered if you're sharing your story. You get a double entry. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
that will probably be closed at the end of February, mm-hmm. most likely. We're probably going to give it a month. Mm-hmm. Probably going to promote it like once a week, um, so people can get as many entries in as possible. But yeah, y'all, y'all are some great people. We love you so much, yeah. and we will see you next Wednesday. Yeah.